This is the Environmental Integrity Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pelton. It's been a summer of record-breaking heat, wildfires, and floods. So people can't avoid thinking about climate change. But when people think about the causes of global warming, their minds normally turn toward gas-guzzling vehicles, ExxonMobil, and coal-fired power plants. They don't normally talk trash. Ryan Mahar is the exception. He's an attorney with the Environmental Integrity Project, and he's visiting Baltimore's largest landfill, the Quarantine Road Waste Dump, with his colleague Leah Kelly. He heaves a bag of garbage into a dumpster as he talks about a report they recently co-authored on landfills and their impact on the climate. Their investigation revealed that Maryland's landfills release far more methane and other greenhouse gases than anyone expected. When organic material in the landfill decomposes, that process produces both methane and carbon dioxide, the two most important greenhouse gases, in significant quantities. We found that 51,500 tons of methane were emitted in 2017, the most recent year for which comprehensive data was available, which is also equal to about 975,000 passenger vehicles driving on the road for a year, the greenhouse gas emissions that you get. That was actually four times the state estimate. Here's Leah Kelly, senior attorney for the Environmental Integrity Project. Methane is extremely important in the fight against climate change. Climate scientists have told us that we have a very short timetable in order to reduce greenhouse gases, to reduce, to avoid the worst effects of climate change. On a 20-year period, methane is 86 times more powerful than carbon at causing global warming. So making drastic reductions now in methane can really make a big difference in achieving those reductions that we need to do in the near term. After the Environmental Integrity Project released our report, the Maryland Department of the Environment immediately acknowledged that it was right. More importantly, the state agency corrected Maryland's official greenhouse gas inventory. As it turns out, landfills are the biggest source of methane pollution in the state, not the natural gas industry as previously thought. The state agency said in a statement on its website, quote, These new findings and updates to the greenhouse gas inventory reinforce the importance of reducing greenhouse gas emissions from landfills, unquote. Ronnie Neff is the director of the Program on Food System Sustainability at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. She serves on a National Academy of Sciences panel that is examining ways to prevent food waste to reduce greenhouse gas pollution. She said the Environmental Integrity Project's report on methane pollution from landfills was groundbreaking. I have to say that report was astounding to me and really powerful. And I'm so glad that your group found that data because we need to know where the priorities are for doing something about these problems. And if we want to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in our state's system, Based on the prior numbers, we would be putting our efforts in a very different place. So this is a really, really important finding, and it makes me really wonder how common this is in other places. Russell Dickerson is an atmospheric chemist at the University of Maryland College Park. He said the landfill methane issue is far bigger than just Maryland. It's a national and even global problem. 
aircraft flying over landfills with methane-sensing equipment across the country as part of his experiments and others over the last four years have detected much higher concentrations of this potent greenhouse gas rising from landfills than previously known. It isn't just Baltimore. It's Washington, Baltimore, Philly, New York, Boston. They're all generating two or three times as much methane as is in the inventory. Emily Ranson is the Maryland Director of Clean Water Action. This is such a critical issue because our greenhouse gases, so Maryland, we're trying to reduce our greenhouse gases, and we are belching way more methane into the atmosphere than we had realized. That's going to completely uh, derail our greenhouse gas reductions and all of those plans that we have been doing. And also, it's a product that we could very easily divert and get out of those landfills. She said that food waste is a huge problem in America, but one that can be solved. Americans typically throw away a third of the food they buy. That wastes about $162 billion a year and generates an excessive amount of methane and carbon dioxide. Here's Professor Ronnie Neff of Johns Hopkins again. When we look at climate change, I think for a lot of people, we feel kind of powerless because the problem is so large and it feels like the solutions are at such a large scale. But there is a lot that consumers can do in their homes, in their households. Things like becoming aware of where we're wasting food and then shifting those particular patterns. Even more important than individual consumer actions, however, are public policies at the state and federal level that can reduce waste and greenhouse gases. Here's Leah Kelly of the Environmental Integrity Project again. It is a lot of greenhouse gas. Uh, There are two main things that we can do. The first is we need to regulate this category of of air pollution sources better. Um, The EPA regulations, the most up-to-date EPA regulations for air quality uh, for landfills, would only only require that four landfills out of Maryland's 40, so that's only a tenth, have to install mandatory gas collection systems. On the other hand, there are other states out there that have stronger regulations. California has a stronger set of regulations. The state of Oregon is in the process of issuing stronger regulations. And so Maryland really needs to issue a stronger set of regulations that requires a mandatory system that's subject to monitoring at more landfills in Maryland. And then the second thing that we need to do is we need to not throw our trash into landfills, especially organics. We need to find other ways to do it. Maryland actually just recently passed a great food diversion law. It applies to large generators of food scraps, and those generators are required to divert food scraps away from landfills and away from trash incinerators. Um, And so we need especially more composting facilities so that those composting facilities can take that waste. Ryan, you're an environmentalist, but you actually quadrupled the amount of methane pollution coming from our state. It's right. I was hired to reduce methane emissions, and I multiplied them by four from landfills. So um, now we got to get to work to cutting them down. Are you ashamed of yourself? I am not. I am not. I think this was a, a step forward. Uh, this was progress. How did you find this error? Uh, Well, Leah and I have been working with uh, the greenhouse gas inventory that the Maryland Department of the Environment puts together for a few different projects. And I started to notice some inconsistencies. First, I was creating a map of the landfills in Maryland, and there was a landfill that I simply could not locate for the life of me. And I contacted the county. It was, there was supposedly the Oaks landfill in Kent County, um, and 
it did not exist. So that was my first clue. Um, and I, then I noticed a large mathematical error that just did not make sense based on how a landfill actually works. Mm. Uh, what did that relate to? It related to a process that takes place in the surface uh, layer at the landfill um, called surface oxidation. And essentially microorganisms in the soil break down 10% of the methane that would otherwise escape. What I noticed was there was a very large number that was uh, amounted to an error where MDE had used 90% uh, instead of 10% and had simply inverted those values. As they say, garbage in, garbage out. It's all just a few numbers on a spreadsheet until the droughts and wildfires come. This has been the Environmental Integrity Podcast, and I'm Tom Pelton. For more information about the Environmental Integrity Project, visit www.environmentalintegrity.org.